1: is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
0: It's so insane out there, y'all. I almost need to do a midweek insane thing just to capture it. Let's dive in. How would you feel if you knew the Defense Department, the Pentagon, was at war with you personally? Oh, and Republican congressional candidates? Well, we learned today they are. They spent your taxpayer money to have you censored john solomon first broke the news over the weekend inside the federal government bureaucrats with at least three federal agencies now have the ability to just write a ticket if they see something that makes the democrats or them look bad and go ahead and have the post censored oh and truth it's not a defense they did this 22 million times during the 2020 election and only conservatives got censored Then we learned that the Democrat National Committee, which is the head of the Democrat Party, the NAACP, and another left-wing group, have the ability to just fill out a little ticket and get you censored. You may not care about this. You might say, oh, I'm not on social media. But social media is the number one source for Americans to get their news. So you have to care. The outcome of elections hinges on it. How does it work? There's a group called the Election Integrity Project. And they collect the tickets for the government and then they just go right to Twitter and Facebook and have you censored. Instagram, Google. A lot of the time the posts are downgraded It's only 1-2% to of society can see them. And again, truth is not a defense. Repeat offenders, that is those who are effective reporters, and yes there's a list of downgraded HTMLs that this group successfully got downgraded. Repeat offenders who tell the truth too much. Well, they eventually lose their social media. That's a godlike power. Among them, such radical institutions as FoxNews.com, Breitbart.com. What are these outlets being punished for? Never forget the Hitch report coming out of the 2016 election where Trump used social media to get his message out around the mainstream media. Breitbart, Gateway Pundit was another one uh, that was on the list that they have censored. Gateway Pundit. They were in the top 100 most popular U.S. websites, not media websites, websites, period. People like Breitbart to Gateway Pundit were so popular, they were getting more hits than Home Depot, Bank of America, and Walmart.com. Breitbart and the Gateway Pundit were getting more hits than every single media outlet except the New York Times and MSN.com. It had to be stopped, and they did. But this report, this is terrifying. It shows that the Department of Defense spent $3 million to buy censorship privileges in the 2020 elections. So it's not just the State Department, the Department of Homeland Security and CISA. It's also the Department of Defense. They loved the access they got. So in 2021, they paid another $2 bucks so they could continue filling out, you know, little tickets to get you censored. Folks, think about it this way. What does the military do when they don't personally want to fight a war, take the risk of the riskiest stuff? They hire contractors. They pay them well, and they go fight the war. That's what just happened. These are contractors, and their only job is to censor conservatives, Republicans. And you know what is even more shocking? The list of those the federal government paid to censor doesn't just include pundits like Charlie Cook. It includes Donald Trump Jr., Donald Trump himself, congressional representatives like Marjorie Taylor Greene, and even more shocking, Roddy Starbuck, who was censored while running for Congress. Keep in mind, this is separate from the censorship scandal last week, when we learned the FBI is censoring you. Well, not all of you, not those liberals, no, just conservatives. Why the crackdown? Why are they censoring so hard? Well, if we had a fair debate, they'd lose. The Democrats would get crushed and have to wander in the desert for 40 years. They'd be so rejected. But there's another reason they're censoring. And they're going to have to crack down even harder. Because in 2023, they launch America's social credit system. Or really, the digital money system that will form its backbone. It's basically the same one they have in China. It's called FedNow, Now or central bank digital currency. FedNow is already scheduled to launch in 2023. You can go back and listen to my podcast on that. I'm not going to recap it here. Or FedNow will include Bitcoin, which is programmable, spies on everything you spend it on, and you need to file an ID with the federal government before you can spend it. It'll replace the dollar. That was announced earlier this week. Everybody missed the significance. Of Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell saying, nope, not going to be anonymous like Bitcoin. You'll have to file your ID with the government. Oh, and we'll track everything you spend it on. Oh, and we can pre-program it too. So we can control what you spend it on. Good luck. Oh, and don't get canceled. Because cancellation now won't just mean losing your social media accounts. It'll mean losing your ability to buy food. Good luck with that. That's exactly where they're headed. So they've got to be able to censor to roll this thing out. Again, FedNow, the demonstration project for that's run out of the Federal Reserve too. It's a digital banking system that'll allow them total access to everything you spend money on. That, look, the demonstration project's already launched. It's up and running. The whole system is scheduled to launch in 2023. Bottom line, we don't have a lot of time left. But in the transition, people are going to go wild nobody's going to want to live like this. Oh, and by the way, folks, there's a lot of things we could do about this. The first is we have to capture Congress. The Federal Reserve can go ahead without congressional approval and do all of this. Literally put what is a social credit system on us. However, Congress can pass a law to stop it, too. The states can also begin to issue their own currency. And Russia, China, India, Brazil, and South Africa have announced their own currency as well. So we we could potentially get around it that way. We're just going to have to find a way to buy food. That's going to be the hard part. See why they need the censorship? That is the fight ahead. It's the biggest one. And we cannot fight it if we're censored, which is why it's such great news that Elon Musk is going through with the Twitter buy. Now, we don't know if he's still going to allow speech freedom on Twitter. But if he does, you're about to see Have you seen how the FBI has cracked down on Trump? Never ending raids, never ending surveillance, never ending lies to the court to get the ability to surveil, making him almost the most hunted man on earth? Oh, you wait. They're going to do the same thing to Elon Musk. He's going to wish he could blast off for Saturn. It'll be the only place they can't get to him. They'll destroy his businesses. They'll destroy him. They'll raid his house. And yes, they'll deplatform Twitter by knocking it out of the app store. They will destroy Twitter before they'll let a single word of truth unmonitored and censored by, again, this is so astonishing, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the the Department of State, and the Defense Department and CISA before they are allowed to censor it. It simply won't be allowed to exist. They will destroy Twitter before they'll allow free speech on it because they can't do what they need to do If people can organize and spread the truth. Those are the battle lines. They're already drawn. And whether Elon Musk realizes or not, he's in for the fight of his life. The the SEC is going to gun for him. The FEC is going to gun for him. The FBI is going to put their boot through the door. Every agency you can conceivably imagine. Because nothing, and I mean nothing, terrifies these people like the truth. And nothing, and I mean nothing, scares me like telling you this over and over and over again and not seeing it reported in the mainstream media. Well, I want you to hear this. Dan Bongino sounded shockingly like me, um, explaining what Fed Now means, explaining how the central bank digital currency will will work, but most importantly, explaining what Jerome Powell, head of the Federal Reserve, actually said last week when he announced, oh, "Yeah, yeah." If we have digital currency, it won't be anonymous. Good luck with your mark of the beast there. Shall we put it on your forehead? I mean, literally, that's what he's announcing. And it cracked through on Fox News. And Bongino knocked it out of the park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Take a listen.
2: Now the Fed's saying the quiet part out loud. They want a digital currency. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the biggest surveillance tool you will ever see in human history. They're now saying the quiet part out loud about the creation of a central bank digital currency. Take a listen.
1: So it would not be anonymous. It would not be an anonymous bearer instrument. We would be looking to balance privacy protection with identity verification, which is which has to be done, of course, in today's traditional banking system.
2: This is the ultimate surveillance tool, isn't
3: it?
4: Absolutely, and anonymity isn't even the worst of our problems. The worst of our problems is the fact that it's going to be programmable. Because it is digital, it means the money can be programmed to be spent in any way in which um, the central bank or the government decides. So, one of my particular concerns is the World Economic Forum because they're talking about implementing a carbon allowance. Now, this means each individual um, will be given a certain amount of, um, whether it's credit or whatever it is, carbon that they are allowed to emit. And how do they implement that? Through a central bank digital currency. So if I buy too many plane tickets or if I buy too much meat because those things are all supposedly very bad for the environment, my money, when I go to fill up my car, could then be declined. So now they're literally controlling what we can and can't do with our money. It's also important to realize that the money can expire. So during times of um, economic uncertainty, central banks love to print um, lots and lots of money, which causes inflation. Um, But we could get to a point where they say, um, you know, instead of printing money, guys, you have to spend at least 10% of your savings in the next three months. If you don't spend that money in the next three months, then that money is going to expire. And if you can't save money, well, then you can't build long-lasting generational wealth. You're always going to be a slave to the system. And, you know, I don't think people really understand the severity of this. Money is literally the energy which fuels your life. If you don't have freedom of money, you don't have freedom of anything. Um, you know, Dan, I know you talk about um, the Second Amendment. You know, if they if they don't need to necessarily get rid of the Second Amendment, but they can just say, um, they can program your money so that you can't actually go Go and buy a gun. So again, it really is the uh the most tyrannical form of um surveillance we will ever see. When they control the money, they control the world.
0: Finally, folks, I can only laugh at the hysteria on the television. Oh my god, OPEC has just voted to decrease oil production by two million barrels. What will we do? Oh dear. All the hand-wringing by the mainstream media, including Fox News, was absolutely hilarious. Sure looks like Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia backfired. He asked them to produce more, and they went, "Uh uh-huh, and then (laughs) decided to cut back instead. Remember Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia to grovel for oil, by the way? Do you remember how the Saudi royal government, the representatives, lectured him? And they made a fool of him. Lectured him on, like, well, you know what? You wouldn't need to be here if you just increased your refining capacity and drilled yourself. It didn't seem like that took with Joe Biden. Here's the hilarious part about the big news. Everybody's screaming with their hair on fire. Oh, no, this is going to raise the price of oil. It'll raise the price of it. Well, yeah, but we could end it by noon. I mean, all Joe Biden has to do to put 1.5 million barrels back on the market is rescind his executive orders and the 70 new regulations he put on drilling and fracking on federal lands. That's where 20 to 25 percent, depending on the quarter of our oil and natural gas comes from. We could just put them back on the market and we don't have to go through all this. Everybody seems to have forgotten that. I'll let John Katzimidis, he is a billionaire who owns oil refineries and knows a couple of things about oil, remind us how damn quick we could fix this problem. If we chose you and literally, y'all, Joe Biden could fix this problem by noon and the prices at the pump could be back where they were under Trump in three months no joke oh and inflation take a major bite out of that speaking of biting eating take a major bite out of what's about to happen to food costs because remember oil is the key component of diesel which moves your food but whatever the case let's let the billionaire oil ceo john katsiminis explain how easy a problem this is to fix we shouldn't be beholden to opec that's ridiculous here's some numbers so you can understand under trump In November 2019, we were producing 13 million barrels of oil a day. You can look this up at EIA.gov. I just did. What are we producing today? 11.8 million barrels. That frees up OPEC to set prices. Who used to set those prices? Mom and pop frackers in Texas before Joe Biden came along and pulled that oil off the market. It's as if the Democrats knew exactly how much oil they needed to pull off the market to make sure that OPEC, controlled the oil. That OPEC could then get rich. And it's OPEC plus, so Russia as well, by simply pulling back supply. All our enemies, including Russia, are about to take us to the cleaners. And only one person letting them. Joe Biden. He could change it anytime he wants. Here's Kat Simides.
3: We could produce 15 million barrels a day, and that make us independent of the rest of the world. And Nobody could really understand why we're not doing it in Alaska. We own it. Canada, which is our neighbor, instead of begging uh, Venezuela, begging uh, Iran, begging Russia, we're still buying from Russia for crude oil and paying them $120 a barrel.
0: What else would happen, according to the billionaire oil refining
3: CEO? And the fact is, if we opened up the spigots in North America within 90 days, the price of crude oil. Will start coming down to maybe 55, 60, 65, and inflation will go away. Instead, we're forcing the Fed to raise interest rates, which will destroy the other industries in our country. I mean, we've already created problems in our country. We don't need more problems. The 30 year mortgage is going to go over 6%, and who's going to be buying houses? So. Let's open up the spigots in North America. Let's declare the oil companies partners with Washington and America will grow again. The recession does not have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. If President Biden opens up the spigots in North America uh, and takes away the the super regulations that they put on the oil companies, Mm -hmm. everything will go back to normal. Yeah, we're going to have two dollar oil again, two dollars gasoline, two and a half dollars gasoline again. Enough is enough. uh, And uh, that's I think all the entire American people are saying enough is enough. Let's have some common sense in this situation.
0: That clip was from the summer, by the way. We're exactly where he said we'd be. Eerie, isn't it? Wait till you see where we're going. Keep it tuned right here to the Battleground podcast. Hey, listen, if I can get 20,000 more streams a month on this podcast, we're already at 80,000, then I'll get the same promotion deal that Chris Cuomo has from this com- company. I'll be promoted in every market in America and Battleground will explode. How can you help me do that? We're so close. Well, share it with friends and family who are like minded, share it on social media. Please help. Because America can fight all of this if they just know it's going on and understand why it's happening. Thank you for listening.
1: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.